party time, Mom. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22 Driven. At the helm today, the man, the puppet master, Mark Tate. What's going on? What's going on? Did you have a good weekend? I did have a good weekend, yeah. Yeah? Anything yeah. exciting? Anything Actually, uh, fresh, I, uh, new, fun? I saw Jason, Jason Hernandez, Metro Jason, yesterday. I saw Jason yes. at the club. Oh, I saw that. This was that was a separate. That was event. a separate. Deal. I think that was with Bougie. That was with Bougie. Yeah, he was with Bougie yeah. Sean, and I was seeing him. He was dancing. He was techno. Yeah. Metro Jason's been living in the neighborhood long enough. He's got the moves. Yeah, I've clubbed with him you before, have? and yeah. ended up singing karaoke with them. They oh, are fun. Yeah, see, yeah. They are fun. He's, I miss them. Well, you'll see them today. They'll be around the studio today. They're hanging okay. out. We're shooting some new uh, segments of Humor Me, mm-hmm. my show on Blaze TV. You can get it by going to blazetv.com slash humor. And you can use promo code CHAD to get the first month free. Today's episode of the Chad Brady Show is brought to you by GetRoman.com. We'll tell you more about that in a minute. My favorite, just my favorite company, my favorite <laughs> product. I love GetRoman.com. Party foul Steve still ailing over in the peanut gallery. I'm doing better and better every day. It's been a long back problem for you, dude. It's well, it's been years and years. I spent uh, well. Your posture sucks. Yeah, it does. But I spent six years in the oil field on drilling rigs, so it's kind of you know it starts catching up to you. Four <laughs> years in the Marine Corps, that's like hard labor. It's like being in prison. Yeah, forced to work, busting rocks. <laughs> You're like the Apostle John on the Isle of Patmos. But get Roman. GetRoman.com. Yeah, That'll help your posture it, really it gets, well. Gets all the kinks out. It, it gets, yeah, and then some. Yep. Mm-hmm. It'll straighten those knuckles. Hot news, Natalie. Oh my gosh. You had a bicycle wreck. I did. I crashed my bike. So, I mean, I, I ride hard, yo. <laughs> ride hard, wreck hard. You know what I mean? I did. Oh, you know what? I wish I could brag. It was rather embarrassing, but I don't have, I don't use clips for my bike and I don't have the cage for your foot. And I was going pretty fast and standing up and my foot slipped off the pedal and hit the concrete. Well, I'm going fast enough where I just lost control, but I ended up running into a guardrail. I guess that's better than running off the side, but I I don't know. My ribs <laughs> racked that guardrail. I know. You showed me your leg earlier. You're pretty bruised I'm up. pretty bruised And I know up. most of the male listeners and, and viewers of the Chad Prather show, they would love to be able to look at your leg like <laughs> it's that. It's not pretty. When it's you white get, and bruised. <laughs> when you get in there, I didn't know varicose was a color. When you get in there... <laughs> When you're riding, do you get into all the spandex and all that stuff? No. You just you just kind of wear your Dallas Cowgirls. It's, actually, I, it's a dirt bike. I yeah. we do trails. Oh, and I le- I'm not legit rider. Yeah. I prefer riding a dirt bike. Yeah. I go for the distance, and I thought I was looking cool until I, <laughs> I crashed right in front of some people. Ran into the guardrail. Somebody flipped over me. All really? my fault. Dead serious. Yeah. Come on, girl. Yeah, it well, was, we're glad you're here. We're glad you survived. Oh, I know. I wore a helmet. That really did help. That does make Kids, a difference. Yeah, wear a helmet. Wear a helmet. Wear yeah. a helmet. How about it's your worth ribs? It. My ribs. So Steve I wants to see. Your I ribs. want to see her ribs. I am bruised everywhere, After all. all over my body. But my the the area that hurts the most is my rib cage right here. Yeah, and there's not even a scratch, no bruise, and so it's really hard to yeah. whine about it to my husband well, when he's like, "There's not suck it up." Yeah. I'm like, it At least so you bad. don't have like a punctured lung or something like. That. Yeah, I I went I went to a little urgent care and they took an x-ray there wasn't any yeah. punctured lung they sent it off to see if anything's cracked but it doesn't matter they can't do much for ribs but yeah. anyway you're hardcore i am you're hardcore i want to talk about something else that's hardcore and then i'm going to get into another topic <laughs> of something that's hardcore first of all guys you're terrible absolutely terrible at taking care of your health i don't care if you wreck your bicycle 
fall off the bed, skin your knee, hurt your back like party foul Steve. At least Steve's going to the chiropractor. You guys, and I keep telling him, you got to go get x-rays. You got to go get something done. But what does he do? Oh, put it off. I'll put it off. Because men suck at going to see the doctor. Look, I'm guilty of that myself. I got the gout in my ankle. I've been hobbling around all over the place. And I just don't want to go deal with it anymore because we're men and we suck. And listen, same thing's true with erectile dysfunction. If you got it, you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to admit it. You don't want to do anything about it. And that's a shame because studies have shown that 70% of guys who experience ED, they don't get any treatment for it. And you need it. Well, Roman created an easy way for you to chat with a doctor online. You don't have to go to the clinic. No, 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 no. With Roman, you get medical care for your ED if it's appropriate from the comfort and privacy of your own home. You don't even have to turn Dallas Cowboys off. I was watching Dallas Cowboys yesterday on the airplane on my neighbor's iPad right there. We were watching the Cowboys beat the Redskins, and I was I was on the website right there. Boom, putting in my order. <laughs> you can handle everything online, convenient, discreet. <laughs> Go get it. Here's what you do. Go to GetRoman.com slash WatchChad. Complete your online visit if the doctor decides the treatment would be appropriate. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to prescribe a genuine medication that can be delivered in discreet packaging right to your door with free two-day shipping. Remember, Andrew Yang, he's Oriental. He's Asian. He knows a lot of... I don't think you say Oriental. Not anymore. Oriental. No, is that the deal? Asian. Uh, yeah, I think you only say He's it, Asian, you know? so he knows a lot yeah. of doctors. He probably knows a lot of the Get Roman doctors. But anyway, you get free two-day shipping. You get it. Go talk to the doctor. Erectile dysfunction. It can be a tough to tackle. It can be a tough deal. But it's really important to get checked out. With Roman, it's easy to connect with a doctor. Go to GetRoman.com slash WatchChad. Get a free online visit, free two-day shipping. It's GetRoman.com slash WatchChad for a free visit and get started. I ain't discreet about it. Go to GetRoman.com. All right. Another hardcore cat that we learned about over the weekend was this 2017 video that reemerged of uh, hardcore Joe Biden. Front Democratic <laughs> presidential candidate. Now, look, first of all, I, I, I feel sorry for Joe at this point in time. And I know people that watch and listen. Like when his teeth fell out the other night during the debate. I saw that. And he's like, sucking them back in. Mm-hmm. But he held, he held it on. He did. Like I, like, I like Joe. Like, I like Joe. Like, he's just, I think he's just a cool cat, right? Like, he's just kind of laid back. I mean, you know, he's got his tan on. He's got his white hair and his white fake teeth that we know about. And it's like, you know, they just, the polygrip didn't hold. And they just popped right out. And the yelmer just shot right out. I thought maybe it was just God's way of going, here, you're done. Yeah. Just let me just pop yeah. these out. I thought maybe I feel just, sorry for him. I do feel sorry for him a little bit because I'm like, why, Joe? You've accomplished enough in your life. I mean, you don't need this. Yeah, I mean, being a president, think about how people look when they go into the presidency and how they look when they come out of the presidency. Sure. They look, they age so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at George W. Bush. Look at Obama when he came out. I mean, he had so much. Like he was like a kid when he went in, and he came out looking like an old dude. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden, does he really want this in his life? I don't think so. But I mean, he just popped his teeth out. Years ago, years ago, when I was uh, a teenager, there was a guy singing in our church. You know how they come up and sing a special? Yes. You know, in the old days. back in I the, did it. Your little, yeah, he's singing a special, and in the middle of his high note, his teeth popped out, and he caught him right here, out here, slapped him right back in, hmm. and uh, went right back to singing. Never missed a, never missed a note. Mm-hmm. Preacher got up and said, I've heard people sing their hearts out. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, there's Joe, man. He's just debating away. Yeah. He never skipped a beat. His teeth fell out. But then, but then he got to tell they, they, this resurfaced story of him in Delaware talking about when he was a teenager and he was a lifeguard. Everybody in the room saw this, right? Did you see it, Candace? 
Candace, were you were you news free? Candice, Queen of the Ethiopians, just stepped in. Were you news free this weekend? Did you just take it easy? Yeah, I tried to avoid as much news as possible. So I, I saw it this morning. I love corn pop. Anyway, <laughs> Joe Biden's talking about now. First of all, he says he was a del- he went to the to this inner city community, this urban community, black community. Mm-hmm. All right, to be a lifeguard because according to him, he wanted to learn more about the black community. Now that's a very woke teenager there, right? And he was a lifeguard, and he says, it was Corn Pop. Corn Pop was a bad dude. He ran a gang full of bad boys. And Corn he Pop He said was, that several times. Yeah, Corn Pop was bouncing up and down on the uh, on the thing, on the diving board. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, Esther Williams, get down. I'll throw you out of here. Joe got all tough, right? Now, he's talking to a, a group of African Americans here. These kids right. look bored out of their minds behind. And, I mean, anybody, anybody that has ever been in... Those communities knows he's he's just making this up as he goes. I mean, come on. So then Joe goes on to Corn Pop says, I'm going to meet you outside. He's got his razor that he's banged up on the curb to make it jagged. And then he's soaked it in the rain barrels to get it rusty. I won't cut you deep, but I'm going to cut you long. I knew there's a reason I brung my razor to the pool. Put on a little Vaseline. Dapper Dan man. I'm a Dapper Dan man. You know, back when you wore the pomade, you had to wear the, the bathing caps on your head to get in the pool. <laughs> this is what he said. And so anyway, he goes in there and the maintenance guy, he says, here, take this six foot length of chain. He wraps it around his arm and he puts a towel around that. He goes out like Robo, Robo Joe uh-huh. and he's going to fight Corn Pop. And he goes out, and Corn Pop's got his boys, and they got their rusty razors. And it's like a total episode of Sharks and Jets here. It's West Side Story. I mean, this thing's going to end up like a <laughs> it's gonna gonna like a Michael Jackson's beat it, you know? <laughs> it sounds <laughs> oddly like the uh, the plot of The Outsiders. The Outsiders. Yes. <laughs> I there think you we go. need to look into that. Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, it wasn't Matt Damon, but, you know, Matt Dillon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise. Okay, stay golden, pony boy. Oh, gosh. So, so here comes Golden Pony Boy Joe Biden, and he says, "Hey, look, man, I ain't apologize for throwing you out. You're gonna apologize, but I apologize for calling you what I did. I'll throw you out again, but I called you Esther Williams, and I'm sorry that I called you Esther Williams." And Corn Pop said, "Are you apologizing for calling me Esther Williams?" And he said, "Yeah, I'm apologizing for calling you Esther Williams." But I still throw you out. And Corn Pop said, "We cool, man. We cool." And he folded up his rusty razor blade, and they made friends. And Corn Pop had his back for the rest of Joe's young life. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. All the way. Stay golden, day. Pony boy, Curtis. Stay golden, Biden boy. There now, on the shit meter, is he telling the truth here? I mean, did this ever happen? Total fabrication. Total fabrication. I'm going to go with beep, 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 beep. the lie meter's way down. So you're saying there's not someone named Corn Pop? Well, you know, people started pulling out. There was an obituary that was found. Corn Pop. From a dude in Delaware whose, whose nickname was Corn Pop. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so... There you go. Maybe. He was Who laid knows? to rest right next to Sugar Smack. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Corn Pop got old. He got the cancers. He became a wheat thin. <laughs> <laughs> cancers ate up Corn Pop. He became a wheat thin. What, was that like the toughest gang name that 
you come up with? Now, I got to believe there probably was a dude named Corn Pop. But I just like how Joe goes into his uh, ebonics right there. How he kind of goes into the slang. Corn Pop is over there. You fall over on that damn, con- I mean, the dark concrete. That's what he said. And that's what I had said. It was a little done with with. Yep. Hey, Esther Williams, quit pouncing on my board. He got a little chicken neck going. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, Joe Biden, it's it's a trip, man. And this is a dude who's trending at the top. Not yeah. because, I mean, this just that's just a funny story. Mm-hmm. And, and these guys, it's amazing to me, like, for instance, Andrew Yang over the weekend or whatever, he says, I'm Asian, so I know a lot of doctors. Of course, everybody's jumped all over that because they blasted him for stereotyping. It's funny. His delivery was a little flat. But, I mean, Are you, you know, offended? Whatever. No, I'm not. I'm not Asian. But uh, I'm white, so I know a lot of uh, rednecks that shop at Walmart. <laughs> I do, know? too. You know? My family. But I heard somebody who got on there, and they're trying to be sarcastic. Oh, yeah, it's not offensive at all. That's like saying you know a lot of black people, and they're all thugs. And No, 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 no. That's mm-hmm. not the same. That's it's apples not. and oranges. He just said, okay, here's this successful position that tends to be uh, have a large demographic of Asians in it. Mm-hmm. And you just went down to the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that's kind of a Candace, you, mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't see that over the weekend, did you? I didn't. I yeah, saw you? it this morning, though. Yeah, because I said it. I said it out loud earlier, and you were like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you can't." It's there are some sad. stereotypes that people are not offended with yeah. <laughs> about. You know, I mean, there's you know, black guys have big feet. <laughs> yeah, they're, not, they're offended not offended by that. Like, I've never found an Asian person who's offended when you say they're good at math. No, I've never found a black guy who said he was offended if you said he got a big weenie. Yeah. I don't think black guys have ever said they got a big weenie. <laughs> don't have to. I don't think that's what they say. It's like <laughs> a redneck, you know. If somebody says, oh, you live in a trailer house, and they'll go, yeah, but it's a double wide. Yeah. <laughs> I got a porch built on the front of it, man. <laughs> but you know what? It's guarded by my AR-15. <laughs> right here. There it is. My, see, my AR's been sitting over here. Y'all didn't even know it was here. America. There it is. And, and it hasn't shot anybody. I hadn't shot a it single hasn't. cell. Mm-hmm. Hadn't done anything. It's just sitting here. Now, it's when fine. is when's the paddy wagon coming by to pick that up? It ain't. Okay. It ain't. I heard. See, speaking of hardcore corn pops. Yeah. Beto, Francis O'Rourke. I, man, I've tweeted him all weekend long. And he, did he respond? Just, nah. Did you tell him you had one? Brutalized. For him to come pick up? Oh, he he gone. He go, he knows. He does know. He knows. If he becomes president, Francis O'Rourke said um, that you're damn right we're going to Get them. We're going to take them. I think his T-shirt says, hell yes. Hell yes. We're going to take your AR-15. Right. We're going to buy them back. Well, then you never owned them in the first place. I want to do a Beto O'Rourke bumper sticker buyback program and just get everybody's. But I'll give you pennies for it. We'll come up with pennies. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to turn in their Beto bumper stickers. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll, find, we'll use your money to buy them back now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Go for yard signs, too. Your whole neighborhood. Nah. On one yes. side of the street? Yeah, they line them up. Out they there. line them they up. So it's it's ludicrous because, you know, it's almost like the Democrats in their debates, they're trying to see how, like, how edgy can we be? Mm-hmm. Like, how edgy? Let's cuss a little more. Let's, let's, let's talk about how we're going to change things and take things from people. And we're going to bully them. And we're going to be tough. We're gonna we're gonna say things. We're gonna make T-shirts that say the same things with a little few cuss words on them. Mm-hmm. You know, Beto's big thing. That's just effed up. That's his big thing right now. 
And he wants to look hard. Well, and who was it that said, my R-15 is ready for you? And he said, yeah, that is a threat. Yeah. But he responded with, no, your T-shirt's a threat. Yeah. That you're coming for me. You're going to come for me. And right. he said, my AR is waiting on you. That's right. He said, that's a, that's a death threat. Well, and I love the meme that I found this weekend. I put it on my Instagram where it was King George. They just revolt, reversed the, the names. It was the same rhetoric. King George, who mm. said, I'm coming for your musket. And George Washington said, my musket's right here waiting for you. <laughs> yes. And then it's like, oh, that's a threat right there. You know, so it's kind of interesting that when it's just you just change the colloquialism from a musket to an AR-15 and people can immediately see the difference. You can't mm-hmm. come get my private property. It is my legal. I want to see Beto's uh, uh, I want to see Francis's idea for how he's going to take back ARs from Baltimore and Detroit and chicago yeah let's start there first let's start go there. take them from the criminals first get them out of their hands then come come have that meeting with us when you get through that's a great idea yeah so it, it, well i mean let's let's face it uh black on black crime accounts for 55 percent of gun violence mm-hmm. okay 55 percent of gun violence is out there blacks being killed by blacks that's 55 percent of gun violence whites killing blacks that is less than a one percent well less than one percent like point Seven, seven percent, point seven, seven percent. So the problem is not if you want to if you want to really start, let's go where the violence is actually happening. OK, right. I want to see six foot three skinny Beto, white Beto, Irish Mexican go into the black community and try and see how that works out for you. OK, so the, the, but my point is facetious because I that's not who he's after. He's after the law abiding folks mm-hmm. because criminals aren't turning in anything. They don't even have legal guns. Right. They're using illegal guns. So how are you going to buy them back? You're wanting to buy back from law-abiding citizens. There's never been an NRA member who's ever committed a mass crime like that. No mass shootings from an NRA. There's been no shootings from an NRA member like that. Mm -hmm. And everybody wants to say that they're some kind of domestic terrorism group. It's absolutely ludicrous. This logic is stupid. Do you know one thing, guys, that's missing from the Democratic debates? Now, they talk about... Free ed- health care, free education, universal basic income. Even Andrew Yang said he was going to give however many people uh, $1,000 each. Um, what was the prerequisite for that? Do you recall? I think it was sort of like an essay contest on his website for you for you to explain exactly why $1,000 a month would benefit you and your family. I think he was picking like 40 people, yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. So – because his, his platform is he wants to give everyone $1,000 a month universal basic income, okay? So that's what he's doing. By demonstrating that, he's basically pandering and buying votes by saying, you write this essay, we'll give 40 people $1,000 each. And Well, I mean, that's buying votes. That's, that's not how you run a campaign. That is not at all how you run a campaign. We should write an essay. Actually, we should get Jennings <laughs> to write the essay for us, and I'll put my name on it. I don't have time for a stupid essay for Andrew Yang. But they're running on issues like that. Mm-hmm. They're not talking about the economy. Notice not one time in this last debate mm-hmm. did they discuss the economy. They can't because the economy's too good. And the only way to discuss or debate the economy, what are you going to debate something that's working excellently? Is to you have, have to, to give, give Trump, Trump the credit. credit. Yeah, you'd have to right. give Donald Trump the credit. So they can't do that. Instead, they're talking about their philosophies and ways of how they're going to corrupt the economy. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, you start paying off everybody's bills and you start embracing a Green New Deal, can't do it. 
It's going to screw everything up. I, th- I feel like the topic that I heard the most over and over because the audience reacted so dramatically to it was the uh, the school debt. Yeah, letting you know, give, giving everybody, letting everybody out of their loans yeah. and their debt, and ah! everybody would scream. They also screamed and yelled over the Andrew Yang giving a thousand dollars away. Now, now the the issue there is you you bring up an excellent point, Natalie. It's the crowd's response to it mm-hmm. because they've been so brainwashed to this type of rhetoric. They don't think about where this is going to come from. I mean, are they going to pay off my mortgage? Why don't we have a mortgage payoff? Sure. Let's everybody live for free. Let's all have our houses for free. Now, how many times have you known of somebody who's bought a house, which was too much house for them? Mm-hmm. You remember 2009? Happened a lot. You, you remember whenever they set it up so that the banks, and this is under George W. Bush. I remember The well. banks were just, they were loaning everybody money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, get you a new house, get you a new house. And they were approving people for loans that there was no foreseeable way they could afford that Correct. thing. And then there was a housing crash. The banks had to get bought out because there was a recession. You can't do that. Right. Housing market tanked in 2009, 2010. People were buying too much house, mm-hmm. couldn't afford it. Well, hell, is that not the same thing as what's going on with education? Now, college kids, they're going to go and they're going to buy beer. They're going to buy drugs. They're going to buy football tickets. They're going to buy T-shirts and sweaters Mm -hmm. and hoodies. And they're going to decorate their dorm rooms. They're going to do all this stuff, right? Okay, so you want to pay for school? Don't do any of that crap. Just pay. go to school and go to school. Don't go to party. Go to school. And then you're like, well, what if I don't do any of those things, but I still have debt? Well, then you're the one that's responsible for taking on tens of thousands, if not hundreds right. of thousands of dollars of debt that you knew damn well you couldn't afford. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. I, if I told you, if you were 18, 19 years old, and I said, hey, I got a half million dollar house for you. You want to buy it? Well, you'd love to live in it. Sure. But do you want to buy it? Can't. Can't do right. it. But what if I said, I'll, I'll just let you go and you can pay me later? And right. then, and then, four years from now, I said, "Okay, debts due." Well, you that is what happened. It. That is what happened in yeah. in eight, nine, yeah. and ten. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. I well, mean, it, so you have an example. Student loans as well. That's I mean, what I'm they saying. make it yeah, so absolutely. easy. Like, anybody can go get a student loan, and you borrow more than you need. And the Steve next thing you know, into the conversation. <laughs> just, just well, because I'm I'm an observer. I'm still thinking about some other things that we were talking about earlier, but I didn't want to butt in. I know. But that's the perfect example mm-hmm. using housing. And so what are you going to do? Gonna get, so everybody's like, oh, yeah, free stuff. Holy crap. Yes, we're going to get free stuff. Well, what if I told you we could have a booming, banging, hardcore, getroman.com economy mm-hmm. and you could go out and make it. You can make your own money. You don't have to worry about debt. Look, I haven't had a credit card since 2007. Mm-hmm. I don't use credit cards. I don't believe in them. And, and no, no judgment to those who do, but I don't sure. believe in them. It's so, you know, I'm a cash-only kind of guy. I run my businesses cash-only, everything. If we don't have the cash, we don't do the business, Right. period. We don't get into business ventures on credit. So, you know, I look at this thing, and I'm like, but hey, thank God the economy's working. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we did a show Saturday night. Six, 700 people showed up in California, had a blast, had a great time, except for the couple that didn't know who the, what they were getting into. <laughs> they didn't have so much fun, Mark. But... I love that there's a good enough economy, even mm-hmm. in California. People got the money. They can come to a show. They got that extra money. Mm-hmm. Buy a T-shirt. Have a beer. Have a good time. <sighs> that's what that's what I want. But they, <clears throat> see, they can't argue the economy because there's nothing wrong with the economy. Now, will that always be true? We don't know. But right now, the economy is pretty dang good. Hey, Beto. 
Gun check. Still hadn't shot anybody. Hadn't shot a single soul. <laughs> Look at me now. Check my magazine out right there. Wasn't even there. I always want to clear it. Want to make sure you're good. There you go. Oh, that's the sound of evil. <laughs> that is the sound of evil right there. That is a pretty scary looking. Scary looking, scary man. Scary looking. It's got a handle on it. Give me a give me a close up here, Mark. Got a handle on it right here. That's that's scary. That's that that handle. That piece of plastic right there. That's scary. Now walk, you, walk me through, Chad, real quick. What happens when you pull that trigger? Well, if you pull the do, trigger, do a thousand bullets come out? If you pull the trigger, watch this. Oh, see the safety's on. <laughs> Isn't that something? Isn't that oh my gosh! It it almost it's like it has a mechanism to keep me from having an accident. And you utilized it as a law-abiding citizen, right? And now watch this. I'm going to take the safety off. Okay. We're going to shoot this thing. Watch what happens. That's it. Oh my gosh! One time, no. it won't even let me do it again. Why is that? Well, see, if I had this magazine in there, it would have chambered another round after I fired the one. Uh-huh. automatically and then i would have to pull the trigger again 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 oh okay again <laughs> again i don't get to hold my finger down on it and it just go bye 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 this ain't scarface <laughs> no this, this ain't scarface the... and look at this i've got a i've even got a little laser sight on there i got a, not a laser but i got a little red dot that i look through there boom and it sights it right in i mean that's scary this little red dot this little six hour red dot mm-hmm. and um yeah Spooky man, I, I got a, I got one of them fancy uh, straps right here. If I want to carry it somewhere, like over my shoulder, that's kind of scary. And look, I, I even got a little thing up here at the front. If I want to hold on, if I want to put my hand up here and just really bang, 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 bang. Ah, but scary. if a civilian wanted to go to shoot a real machine gun, you know, the one that fires like rapid fire, where can they go to? <gasps> shoot There's one this of us? place that's about to open up. It's called the Texas Gun Experience. It's on Main Street in Grapevine, Texas. Oh. And uh, Joseph and Jordan Stanier are the proud Jared. owners of that place, Natalie's husband, Joseph. And, uh, oh, by the way, let me let me put the safety back on this sucker right It won't go back the on safety it. won't go back on until I there you look go. at there. See, because there's nothing in there. That's right. Nothing in there. See? I can put the deal back in here. Oh, it's just crazy. Ah, then I mean, it's just it hasn't done a single thing. Mm-mm. You know why? Because I'm not a freaking moron who's mentally ill who wants to go out and hurt anybody with it. Right. Now, my... It sure is fun to go shoot them. And by the way, if you go to Texas Gun Experience and you and you spend the money to get on the range with a uh, with a machine gun, you're going to find out real quick that it ain't all you think it is. Mm. It ain't all cracked up. First of all, you can't hit a damn thing with it. <laughs> you just can't hit a damn thing with it. Even with a bump stock on there, binary trigger, whatever you want to call those things. It's going to be a bad deal. And, and I will say, and I will say, you know, let me, let, me, let me call a spade a spade, okay? I don't mean like Joe Biden would do it, but I mean, let me call a spade a spade. If you're going to call out Francis O'Rourke for talking about gun buybacks, I got to call out Donald Trump for even entertaining the idea of red flag laws or even this bump stock ban, which is BS. Total BS. And I know everybody wants to go back to the Vegas shooting, which we still know nothing about, which ought to be very suspicious to you folks. Mm. It ought to be very suspicious, the fact that they're not still investigating that. And we haven't gotten to the – look at it. It's pretty sleek, isn't it? Let me bring it in here close to me. The, uh, feel just feel warmer and safer with like it. Rambo. I don't know that they've ever even come out and said that uh, the guns that had bump stocks on them were even were used. Were the ones that were used. That's right. right. Well, first of all, that guy did not fire that many rounds in 10 minutes. He, did, he just didn't. Yeah. Using just two guns, he would have they would have melt the barrel would have melted on the thing. Just no possible way to do that. And there's no way he was going to fire. And if you've ever shot a gun with a bump stock or even whatever, used your belt loop like a redneck, 
uh, it's almost impossible to hit what you're aiming at. The gun's going to go high on you Mm -hmm. because it's an opposite motion of what you're used to. If I fire this rifle, I'm going to pull it in close to myself. If I'm using a bump stock, i got to push it away from me in order to make the thing work. Well, that pushing it away with that motion is going to make the gun go high. It's impossible to hit anything with it unless you're really, really used to shooting something like that. And it's the same thing with a machine gun. If you're not ready for that, and I'm not talking about shooting a three-round burst, ba 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 Now, you can be a little more accurate with that on a fully automatic. You can't do that with that rifle. Can't do it. And they'll learn that when they come to uh, Joseph and Jordan's. Jared. Jared. Yeah, but we kind of Jordan? joke. Jordan's right over there. Yeah, Jordan's we joke here. about how scary that rifle looks because that's people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's scary! Like my daughter's deer rifle is the same. Uses the same exact identical bullet mm-hmm. as that gun does. Identical looks nothing like it. Yeah. So one of Francis O'Rourke's arguments was these are weapons of these are military War. weapons. Well, mm-hmm. first of all, this this five five six two two three, you know, the, these rifles were made for civilian use. The military adopted them later on in a form, but no, they were they were for civilian use. Now, I have a Sig Sauer MPX 9mm, which is a pistol 9mm body that is shaped like a rifle, fold-out stock, got the handle, the whole thing, and... I, mine is semi-automatic. It shoots a nine millimeter round, so it's in effectively it's a, it's a, built a, on the armor light platform, yeah, sort of like that. Yeah. So, and then now we have shot Steve, you and I at the range. We've shot a fully automatic six hour MPX nine. Totally different thing. Totally different thing. These are weapons that were made. They're not weapons. They're firearms. They're mm-hmm. not weapons until you need to use them as a weapon. Okay, and that is in defense of yourself, in defending your God given right to have liberty. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. All right, mm-hmm. and this thing makes me happy. This, this is having these these weapons again. Firearms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're firearms. I, I use a lot of words, folks. Don't get me bogged down in the semantics. <laughs> all right, but these so, firearms. I still want to know who the one person was that went and turned theirs in because they were. I'm like some nutless that was, wonder. That's but, not. That's not legit. So so Beto, and what I was going to say, he says he's mil- no. The military adopted them later on. And I, and I put this on Twitter over the weekend about this thing because he's like, I've talked to several gun owners who came to me and said, I will turn in my – no, you haven't. So he says he's talked to Texans, and then you jumped on your mythological Pegasus, Pegasus unicorn and you know, flew off to furry land together. Mm-hmm. Francis O'Rourke's full of it. He's lying. He's pandering, and he's lying. This is nonsense. And I know people are going to say, well, what about flamethrowers, and what about hand grenades, and what about tanks? I'll take one of each. <laughs> the only problem is the tank doesn't fit in my safe, okay? So I'm still not going to kill anybody And it with is them. hard to drive that down the road. I mean, just can't. It's hard. They don't, like my neighbors that get pissed. Yeah. And they just look at me funny. Yeah. And all they can see is my middle finger sticking out of the top of the turret. <laughs> you know? And that's just like, boom, there it is. Trump 2020, people. And, you know, my beta neighbors, they get beta nervous and stuff like that. But again, guess what else is illegal? Murder! Murder. But that's not working out for you. Mm -hmm. You you got uh, six out of ten gun-related deaths in America is suicide. Mm -hmm. And you want to blame, you know, that's that's on the people. That's not the guns. That's... Well, people want to say that, and they're like, oh, this this person was killed by a shooting. Yeah, they shot themselves. Right. And that has to be factored in when you start looking at that kind of thing. Is it really? Well, we take a lot of this tongue in cheek because because it's it's humorous to us because this is the world and the lifestyle and the culture we were both raised in and live with. And we laugh about it. But look, this is this is a serious piece of machinery right here. 
This is a serious piece of machinery. Right. We don't play with this. We nope. don't mess with this. this. This is something that is to be respected. It is something that we teach our children to immediately. respect. Immediately. Listen, if I pick up a firearm, if I pick up a firearm, the first thing I do, I don't care if I just set the firearm down. I pick it back up. Check it. I'm going to check it. Yep. You know why? It's just a good habit to be in. It's a good habit. And to have. you check the safety before you put it down, too. That's Every, exactly right. Habit. That's exactly right. But I'm going to check this thing. It's going to be empty. And there it is. Boom. Safety's on. Bam. And I've got the sucker ready to go in the safe. Ready to go. Now, there's still no bullet in the chamber. There is no mm-hmm. bullet. There's no round in the chamber of this thing. I would have to chamber this thing again in order to shoot somebody with it. Typically, you know, a firearm like this, I'm going to leave it without something in the chamber. And right. I know people out there who say, well, a gun without a bullet in the chamber is just a hammer. You know, and I understand where you're coming from, but look, mm-hmm. safety first. It's got to be safety right. first. You respect that thing. But you know what? If I'm around a horse, I'm going to respect the horse. There's ways to approach a horse. There's mm-hmm. ways to get on the horse, ways to saddle the horse. Furthermore, at, I know at the at the gun range when it opens next month, something that they are doing, they barely let me walk in. So, I mean, I certainly am just speaking from what I've heard from the team there, from Jared and Joseph. They're going to do constant uh, advanced training, yeah. even beginner training. If you just want to know the difference between a shotgun, a handgun, a rifle, a machine gun, yeah. they'll they'll show you. They're going to do classes like that. They're going to do home defense classes well, to you show you the best Colin way. Colin Throckmorton that works yes. for you guys. Colin is a great dude. Uh, mm-hmm. He, We've been out at the range together shooting. He's a competition shooter. He, mm-hmm. he knows guns. And I'm always telling him, I'm like, hey, let's spend some time. Just learning. You teach me some things. And I, I love that because even though I see myself as being proficient in terms of the use of a firearm, mm-hmm. I still I want to learn. Right. Always want to learn. And that's the beauty of it because it's just enjoyable. It's fun to go out there and do the pew pew thing. Well, and that's what we're going to encourage at the range is furthering your training. You should yeah. always be training. You should always be learning and, you know. And relearning, quite yeah. frankly, um, especially because, you know, if laws are changing and, you know, you got to know all of that as yeah. well. So that's something that the range is going to encourage is safety for those who have the right mm-hmm. for, for anyone who has the right. Y'all are going to make so much money off of that. Texas gun experience. Yeah. I love it. Dot com. Y'all open up, what, in two months? It actually, soft o- it soft opens um, October 14th. Okay. That's, that's just, what's today? That's a month away. What's today? The sixteenth. Less than a month away. The grand yeah. opening's November sixteenth. I can feel so. my GetRoman.com coming on right oh. now. I'm excited. I know. I love it. Yes. I love it. All <laughs> right. Hey, listen and, and listen. Know how to break the weapon down? No a firearm. I'm sorry. I just whatever. I know. Rolls off the tongue. I know. Know how to break the firearm down? Know how to clean it? Know how to put it back together? Those are all things people need to know. These things. I need to learn that. Yeah, That's sure. you know. I mean, taking this taking this one apart, I had to learn. Every time I get a new new firearm, I gotta I gotta learn. Mm-hmm. You know what? What's the ins and outs of it? Some are easier than others. Beautiful thing, beautiful thing. But no, come on, Texans aren't. We're not interested in that. I want to make a shirt, red shirt, like the Make America Great Again. I want it to say, "Make Texas a country again." So <laughs> <It's a> sleeve. <laughs> I think y'all would buy that, right? I think we. I think I need to do a, that, and I'm gonna do a Joe versus Corn Pop. I, I would think bite of the century, Joe v Corn Pop. Beto sh- should know a little Texas history about you know come battle, and take it. Yeah, come and take it. Mm-hmm. Battle of Gonzalez. Remember yes. Goliath. Yeah, remember Goliad. Gonzalez. Yeah. Remember right. the Alamo. Yeah, come and take it, come baby. Come and take it. You know, down there in uh, Gonzalez, Texas, they had a mm-hmm. they had a cannon down there, and they said they we're did. gonna we're gonna take that cannon away from you. And folks at Gonzalez said, come and take it. And uh, 
yeah, that ain't going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And I mean, this is not a threat. It's just, it's just, ain't going to happen. Right. It's just not, Beto does not have the ability to enforce that kind of thing. He can't. And he outed the Democratic Party before they were ready. I mean, that was like, you know, it was like, you know, your brother comes home from college and he's made up his mind that he's going to tell the family he's gay. And like you go, hey, hey, Bubba's got some news. Bubba's got some news. And he was like, shut up. And that's the way it was when, when Francis was talking about, hell, yeah, we're going to come for your AR-15s. And the Democratic Party was like, hey, dude, hey, I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I wasn't ready. That is crazy because I do have some friends that are, they're Beto supporters. That's cool. But I, I know all of them have guns. <laughs> well, and I think, again, he's desperate. He's pandering. He is. He's pandering. desperate. That's why I say he doesn't you, have a chance. Yell a little louder. Cuss mm-hmm. a little bit more. Try to seem relevant and try to say things that you think people are going to respond to, like Andrew Yang. who I, I like Andrew Yang. I think he's a sensible guy in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I think he's a smart guy. I think he's a fair guy. I think he's open to dialogue and willing to sit down and have the conversation. But but the left has just gotten so far left. It, they've gone the way of corn pop. They just have. They're, mm-hmm. they're bouncing on the board. They're bouncing on the board at the public pool, and they're, they're breaking the rules. <laughs> they're breaking the rules. And Joe's got to pull them out in the parking lot and say, sorry, I'm sorry, I'll apologize for calling you by Esther Williams. Hey, let me ask you this. Who do you think won that debate? Donald Trump. <laughs> right. Who? Uh, okay. Um, Who's going to be on people the ballot? on the stage? <laughs> who? Because you know, I heard Biden, but I don't. I'm 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 confused. That's that's confusing. The problem to me. that I have with Biden is he never finishes. A no, sentence. and there were a lot of things that that I feel like he said that just made no sense. They didn't make no sense. Mm-mm. You know, if you watch the corn pop video, and I encourage everybody to go get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> corn like, pop. I had to watch it two or three times to really catch the gist of of the story. Yes. Right. And I think my summary of the corn pop story is the best one yet, because um, I, I did voices and everything. So I don't know. I you know, most of the time I don't know. I, I hate that Marianne Williamson wasn't on there. I hate mm-hmm. that Tulsi Gabbard wasn't on there. But hey, rules are rules. Matt Locke said it on the show last week. Rules are rules. These are the rules. This is debate stuff. You know, I think Tulsi Gabbard, uh, other than being a, an attractive woman to look at, is <laughs> she's. I mean, God bless her and her Hawaiian blood. But she's a smart lady. She's mm-hmm. sharp. Do I agree with her? No. Uh, uh, Marianne Williamson, she's just pure entertainment. And did you see the hot hot mic moment with her? And uh, she was on Eric Bowling's show and in the hot hot uh, Blaze TV's Eric Bowling. And she said, "Oh, the right is so much nicer to me. Like the left is just mean. Mm-hmm. They're mean to me, and I'm a lefty." <laughs> well, yeah, that's exactly right. Oh boy, right oh boy. who won? I, you know, who won? I, it's it's hard for me to pick on something mm-hmm. like that. I because again, they're not debating real issues. Mm-hmm. They're not like let's talk. How are you going to make the economy even stronger? Right. How are you going to make our military even stronger? How are you going to do all these things to continue making America well, great? I you, mean, what is the deal? Because that's not a, you it, missed the message then, Chad, because it was clear that they were going to give everybody a thousand dollars a month, and that's going to make us stronger. It, how are you going to lower unemployment <laughs> by giving people a thousand dollars a month? Well, the thing is, you can't. You can't. You're, you're increasing laziness. Yes. And oh, I'll sure. go back. If you listen to, you know, there's that's old the old saying, and Graham Allen uses it a lot on his Dear America podcast, where it says, you know, strong men make good times. Good times make uh, weak men. Weak men make bad times, and bad times make strong men. And then the cycle repeats itself. So you see, we're in good times here. You don't understand how blessed you are mm-hmm. to be in America right now compared to the rest of the world. 
And these good times are making weak men. They're making people weak, and they're making people dependent. And those are going to lead to some really bad times. And it's just not a good thing. A hundred percent agree with you, Chad. But you know, on the weeks that we we're off the road and we're not going to do shows, I want you to keep paying me because I do enjoy getting paid <laughs> even when I don't work. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I think I owe you some money. Yeah, that's that, that's my subtle way to remind her. Hey, <laughs> I think Steve. I think I got to pay Steve for this past weekend. Yeah. You, you got a paycheck coming, buddy. Go. Hey, go to watchchat.com. Find me out on the road. We have the new uh, Freedom to Laugh comedy tour that's coming out. Going to be in some shows. We're gonna, we got uh, shows in Des Moines next week, in Omaha and Kansas City all next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So we're gonna we're gonna brighten up the middle of your week. Then Steve and I are headed back out to California Friday night. Next Friday night, the twenty seventh, we're in Fresno, California, and then on the twenty eighth, we're in Yountville, which is Napa, Napa Valley, nice. on the twenty eighth. And so get your tickets. Go to watchchad.com. The Eagles of Liberty, Freedom to Laugh Comedy Tour. That show is Mike, me, Brian Hayner, Michael Loftus, Reno Collier. Going to have a big time. Tickets are on sale. If you want to come to a DFW area show, Dallas-Fort Worth, Addison, Texas is where the show's going to happen. Yeah, you better get the tickets now because it's going to sell out. We were going to do a show in Arlington. Arlington decide they don't want us to be there. So we're not going to be in Arlington. We're going to be in Addison. Also going to be in San Antonio. Also, also going to be in Houston. Mm-hmm. Comedy clubs tend to be kind of in inner city urban areas, so I understand people are like, "Like this ain't the suburbs, right? We got We're going to the we're going to the city, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be we, fun." We have those shirts in too for that comedy tour. Eagles so we'll of Liberty. Those. You can go to. There's several places you can go. My new Watch Chad store, WatchChad.com, is coming out on the 27th of this month, September. Uh, Party Foul Nation, which is Steve's uh, merch site, which has some fun, fun T-shirts. <laughs> It's already up and running. Yeah, the the you can get the Party Foul Nation, you can get the Party Foul Approved shirts, you can get the uh, Fit Chased, you can get the uh, Welcome to Wait, the... Wait, you're starting to say ones that I don't know that they're actually up They might yet. not, but they will be. The Fit yeah. Chased, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, we got several, you got several t-shirts coming out on there. Plus, you can get your barbecue spices. The yeah. Party Foul. Oh, yeah. You can get the Meat Master, you can get the Chubby Chick, and you can get the Pork Illustrated. Yeah. So go to Party Foul Nation and get those things. Go to theblaze.com and get the shirt that Natalie's wearing, the Chad Prather Show. Look at that thing right there, girl. Look at you, us you, capitalists over You know here. how to like... show it off. Hey, it's a good economy. Why not? And if you go to watchchat.com, we got deals on older shirts, older models, vintage shirts. We got some <laughs> stuff on there for like $10, $15. I don't know. Yeah. We love that money, man. Uh-huh. You know what else we love, Mark? We love five-star reviews. So leave That's us right. one. Go to the Chad Prather Show where podcasts are offered and subscribe. Tell all your friends because God knows we need a lot of common sense. And that's what we're here to do. Serve it up dish by spoon-loving dish. Yes. Corn pop is party time, Mom. Stay horned. Go to GetRoman.com. We'll see you down the road. We love y'all. God bless and talk to you next time. Woo-hoo. Bye.